Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Here's Jimmy. I've got a feeling. A great feeling from Jimmy Lakey. Jimmy Lakey in the morning. Makes me. You seem happy this morning. Be careful. Be extremely careful what you say. I haven't had my coffee yet, and I'm in no mood for stupid, irresponsible remarks. Let's do this. Yes, please, please, let's go. Broadcasting live from the Lakey Entertainment Towers and Cigar Palace, it's the Jimmy Lakey Show. I don't know if you can say that. <laughs> On the t- Fox News cryo, across the bottom of the screen, it says, Joe Biden and President Trump return to the campaign trail. Well, Joe Biden returned to Delaware last night. He's had a, having a meeting in Delaware. That's where he lives. I, I, I don't know if that's the campaign trail, but nevertheless, uh, that's how the media, even Fox News, is reporting it. Welcome to the show, my friends. Final hour here, 866-888-5449. I'll take some co- phone calls this hour as well. Uh, don't forget, I also have some gun show tickets. I'm about to tell you how you can win those tickets to the gun show, the outlets in Loveland, Colorado, this weekend. And if you want those tickets, stand by. I've got five pairs. That's 10 tickets total, and I will bundle all those up together in just a moment. I'll tell you how to win those, all right? So prepare to. um, It's going to go to a caller, so whenever you call up, have a good topic, and you can win some tickets, all right? Thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, one of the original voices in the Tea Party movement, uh, Jenny Beth Martin is on the hotline, teapartypatriots.org. Jenny Beth, welcome to the show. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. Uh, let me get your thoughts. A debate last night. I thought President Trump performed well. I thought uh, about halfway through, Joe started slurring, and given another few minutes, he might have uh, had a total collapse. Uh, uh, just give me your thoughts on the debate last night, last night's President Trump versus the one we saw a few weeks ago. Well, I think that President Trump won the debate hands down. I think he did a tremendous job at explaining what he has done for the American people in just four short years. And he kept raising the question over and over. Every time that Joe Biden would say, well, here's what I will do, his question was, why didn't you do it when you were in charge? You were in power for 47 years. Why didn't you do it? Why didn't you do it? You had a chance. Why didn't you do it? And I think that that was um, an excellent point to make to the American people who were watching the, the debate last night, and I hope that they paid attention to it. Uh, the, the voice of Ginny Beth Martin, TeaPartyPatriots.org. We'll talk more about Tea Party Patriots in just a moment. Uh, I thought it was interesting. Uh, NBC's Kristen Welker was the host uh, last night, the moderator, and people questioned whether she was going to bring up Hunter Biden. And I, I didn't want President Trump to seem petulant and act like he's attacking somebody's drug addicted son. So I thought President Trump handed him handled himself very well. And Kristen Welker had her faults, but she did break the seal. She kind of broke the uh, popped the cork 
work for the media, uh, she asked uh, Joe Biden, are Hunter's business deals unethical? Uh, give me your thoughts. I had to give her a little credit for actually bringing up the question and broaching the subject. She did bring it up. I don't think that she um, allowed as much exploration as many people in the country want to know about the topic. And I'm not certain that Joe Biden is going to be willing to answer any more questions related to it before Election Day. But at least she she brought it up and did not just completely ignore it altogether. The the press conference yesterday before the debate with the man who had been a business partner with Hunter Biden was um, just, it raises so many questions and so many questions that I think that, that we as Americans have a right to have answers to before Election Day. I'm watching that debate last night, and so much time was spent on COVID and COVID-19. And I think all of us can kind of look at it. We're kind of turning the curve here and uh, uh, on the hopefully the home stretch of it. And it, it, it just it dominated the probably 25% of the debate. And then uh, Kristen Walker wanted to get into global warming and climate change. And there's no poll or survey in America that's legitimate that says that's even in the top five of people's concerns right now. And so a lot of time was wasted on that a topic that never came out let's say court packing that's been a huge discussion the last few uh, weeks on is Joe Biden going to pack the court he announced he's going to have a commission to look at packing the court but those topics never came up we had to talk about COVID and uh, talk about global warming give me your thoughts um, I think that there was too much time spent on on global warming and climate change now, when it comes to COVID, it's it's that and the economy are the number one issues right now, and healthcare is is the, set, the third issue, um, and the economy and COVID may even be tied for number one. So, I think that spending a lot of time on that is something that the people who are watching across America would want to hear answers to. And the fact is, the president laid out the case for what he did, and he said that he took early action. What did Joe Biden say he's going to do differently other than wearing masks? I don't I don't know that he he explained what he would do differently except wear masks and potentially lock things down again. And possibly with Joe Biden, you'd get a nationwide lockdown regardless of where the outbreak may be. With um, President Trump, he made it clear that you have to protect the older people that we know much more about the virus now than we did before. And he said more than one time that schools needed to be open. And as a suburban mom, I can tell you schools and education of our children is something that moms around this country are very concerned about. Uh, the voice of Jenny Beth Martin, TeaPartyPatriots.org, TeaPartyPatriots.org. Uh, Jenny Beth Martin, uh, I want to talk about court packing because, again, that's been a big topic. Uh, we have Amy Coney Barrett that has uh, been put out of committee. She's going to go to the floor. They're going to vote to confirm her to the U U.S. Supreme Court on Monday. It seems as if uh, Kristen Walker did not want to talk about that, but that's been a pretty big topic. I know uh, you put out some information of uh, Tea Party Patriots, written some columns about this thing, about court packing, why it's an important thing that we need to discuss. We need to know where Joe Biden stands on it. Uh, let's talk about it. it went dark last night. It's almost as if Joe doesn't want to talk about it anymore because he doesn't want to have to give an answer on it. Yeah, he clearly does not want to give an answer on it. And when asked, he won't give a straight answer. It, it's a simple question. Will you increase the number of justices on the Supreme Court or not? 
it, it's pretty simple, yes or no. And he will not say no. And because he's not saying no, it leads one to believe that he intends to do that. And it is something that will fundamentally transform our Supreme Court. And here's the danger in it. If the Democrats if Joe Biden wins control or some future Democrat wins control and they change the number of justices on the Supreme Court, what happens when a future Republican then gets gets control again? Will that that Republican also change the number of justices? And at what point does it stop? Do, does each, each side just keep adding more and more justices? And at some point we wind up like Venezuela with 47 judges that or justices? That's we have a court that works, and I may not like every decision that comes from from the court, but we have a court with the number of justices that works and has worked for over 150 years. We do not need to change that. Uh, Jenny Beth Martin is my guest, and uh, I've, I'm sitting here reading some comments of people saying uh, Joe probably doesn't remember what he's supposed to think about court packing. <laughs> I, I wondered that last night. He he lied so much. I mean, just so blatantly about uh, put it on your on your website about me fracking. I never said that, and yet he said it. I played the audio that's already on the Trump website. I played it. I really wondered if Joe Biden is just that good and blatant of a liar, thinking he won't get fact checked on things, or did Joe not remember that he had said that about fracking? I mean, I think that's there's so many things with Joe. You have to wonder: uh, Does he remember what he said about fracking? Is a, is is a glaring example of just blatant all-out lying, and uh, you wonder you wonder why why he even says things like that. Yeah, I I don't know if if he knows he's lying or if he just does not remember. It's it's hard to tell because. The one with fracking was so so easy to dis, to prove you you're not you're not being truthful here or you're wrong one way or the other he he did not get it right on that stage and it was so easy that it, it makes you wonder if he even remembers what he said. Let's talk about it. we're now ten days before the election and uh, some people say that there's a secret majority out there silent majority of Trump voters and they're. Uh, really going to turn out and push Trump over with a, uh, some people use the phrase landslide. The polling data says, no, Joe Biden, six to eight points ahead. Uh, give me your analysis. Where are we at 10 days before the election day, November the 3rd in America? Um, I think that, well, I just don't have a crystal ball. So I wish I did. And I could say this is how I think things are, are going to turn out. Here's what I think is the most important thing. Everyone who cares about the direction of the country, who wants to make sure that we continue to have a, a free and prosperous country and that we don't turn into a socialist nation, everyone who wants to see us turn the bend and and get through this COVID situation and the pandemic that we're in and have a strong economic recovery needs to go and vote and you need to pay attention to who you're voting for. It, it, and it's going to be Donald Trump who can lead us out of this situation. And you need to go tell everyone that you know in your own circle of influence why this this vote matters so much and why you're casting a ballot for, for President Trump. He's done a tremendous job in four short years. And if Joe Biden could have done a better job, why didn't Joe Biden do a better job when he was in in office for 47 years? 
Is there a message or a theme or something that comes out of last night's debate that actually uh, shifts the needle either way? I mean, sometimes you wonder if uh, it's just, you know, I, I know people watch it, but it seems like everybody that I know is already kind of in their camp and, and know what they want. Uh, was there something that either moved the needle last night or could move the needle that came up last night in the next 10 days? Well, I think that President Trump did a good job last night of detailing and explaining to the American people what he has done with COVID. And he was calm and he did not interrupt Joe Biden. And because he wasn't so focused on completely interrupting Joe Biden, he was able to make his his points a little bit stronger. And the fact is, President Trump, there's a clear distinction in the path forward as we deal with this pandemic and we we get through it. The virus is here among us now, and we're going to have to find a way as a country and as individuals to live with the existence of this virus, because it does indeed exist. And he he's saying we have to protect we have to protect those at high risk, and and we have to be able to live. And he's exactly right. He does not want to shut us down again, and he wants to make sure that people are able to continue to, to earn a, a livelihood and put food on their table. And I think that that's very, very important. He also wants to make sure that children get the education that they need. Those are important things to understand, and I don't think that Joe Biden— had a clear answer to how to change any of that other than saying we're going to throw more money at it and that's throwing more money at it still doesn't give people the courage to understand we're going to have to find a way to live life is for the living I, I thought it was a bizarre answer, and I think it's kind of an off-the-cuff, uh, off the, uh, out-of-the-pocket response by Joe Biden. I don't think he had that line rehearsed. President Trump said, we have to learn to live with it. And Joe Biden says, no, we got to learn to die with it. And I'm like, wait, 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 what are you? I don't know where that came from, but uh, hopefully his campaign handlers like, oh, God, we didn't give him enough medicine on this one because that was a bizarre response. We, we, we're learning to die. We have to learn to die with this thing. It's the difference between hope and optimism versus fear and panic and um, really, honestly, it's the difference between the way that President Trump has approached the entire pandemic, working, continuing to be president, continuing to meet with people, continuing to show that he's finding a way to live with the existence of this virus and even taking risks. He got he got COVID himself versus Joe Biden, who has been in his basement so much during the pandemic and is not not leaving it. Now, what kind of president do you want? Do you want one who's going to be able to to face life courageously or do you want one who's going to cower in fear? I, we need a president of the the leader of the free world needs to be able to stand up and to lead. And President Trump can do that. Yeah, I thought it was uh, uh, telling that President Trump said, I've I got to meet with the Gold Star families. I still have to do stuff. I can't hide out of my basement. Most Americans can't. And uh, that was a telling and stark contrast. Uh, Jenny Beth Martin, we're 10 days away. I know Tea Party Patriots always have some uh, call to action or ways that people can uh, involve themselves in uh, politics at large in Washington, D.C. What is the call to action here for these next 10 days besides get out and vote? 
Well, for our Super PAC Tea Party Patriot Citizens Fund, and you can get to it by going to teapartypatriots.org, we are asking people to help us get out the vote by sending text messages and making phone calls to voters. So if you want to get involved and engaged in, in that, go to teapartypatriots.org to sign up. Uh, Jenny Beth Martin, it's always a pleasure. I'm sure we'll talk again here before the election, but uh, I thank you for coming on because I'm sure it was a busy day for you yesterday as well, sitting up late watching this debate. So Jenny Beth Martin, TeaPartyPatriots.org is the website, TeaPartyPatriots.org. Thanks, Jenny Beth. I'll talk again very, very, very soon. All right, in the next segment of the show, I'm going to warn you, get your dialing finger ready all right if you, first of all if you want to jump into the conversation you want to tell me what you thought of the debate last night you will be the first ones in line to get gun show tickets okay i'm just letting you know uh, gun show this weekend just tell me what you thought of the debate and i'll offer all of our callers uh, tickets to the gun show and also i will then open up the phone lines to anybody uh for the leftover tickets for these non-participants but if you want to jump into the fray uh, give me a comment. Who won? Who lost? Uh, winners, the losers, observations 10 days away from the election. How are you feeling? Do you feel that the momentum of this election has changed and turned back towards Donald Trump? And it's just fascinating to watch the strat strategy that the, the news media is saying that uh, Joe Biden hit the campaign trail today. Actually, he visited a small town in Delaware just down the road from where he lives. Is that really the campaign trail? And do you think that Joe Biden is going to keep that campaign trail uh, strategy up and stay in his basement for the next 10 days? Is he trying to run out the clock? Uh, your overall observations, is it possible that two weeks from today, we will know who the next president of the, who will serve as president of the United States for the next four years? Is, is it possible that uh, we're just two weeks away from, first of all, well, Less than two weeks, but let's say it takes a day. But is it possible that two weeks from today we'll be talking about the second term of President Donald J. Trump or the first term of Joe Biden? Which way do you think this is going to go? And also, I'd love to get your take on the on the U.S. Senate race. I know the president's race sucks the oxygen out of the room, but I always ask that question. What are you hearing at the water cooler? I think John Hickenlooper is one of the worst senatorial candidates in Colorado history and possibly one of the worst in America. Is it really possible that Colorado is going to send him to the U.S. Senate replacing Cory Gardner? Your thoughts. Here's my number. Gun show tickets if you want them as well. 866-888-5449. 866-888-5449. All the news you need all the time. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook. 600 KCOL. All right, here I am. This is the final stretch before the Rush Limbaugh show coming up here at the top of the hour. If you want to jump in, 866-888-5449, 866-888-5449. If you got the bees in your bonnet, the birds in your saddle, something you want to talk about when you hear somebody drop off, dial me right back up and you can get through 866-888-5449. Don't forget until I run out of them, I'm going to offer all participants in the program gun show tickets as this weekend at the outlets in Loveland, and I'll offer those tickets to all all the callers that are on the board and those that are soon to come. So uh, if you want some, uh, give me your thoughts. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thoughts on the debate, and I'll be offering tickets. You don't have to take them. It's no obligation, but I just thought it'd be a generous thing for me to do uh, to offer you something to give away, and uh, I, I, that's all I had. So I decided to give you that. Nice of me, isn't it? Thank you very much. All right, uh, let's see what else I have in my stack, and I would, let me go straight to calls as well. Uh, but about your thoughts on the debate, that's, our, of course, our topic of the day. I posted this up. Let me just read one response that's come up on the Facebook page because I, I posted this up just about an hour ago. You can't make this up. Well, you grab your belongings in Estes Park or wherever you're being evacuated from. Well, you grab your belongings, evacuate your house, you find shelter for your animals, and you face the prospect now of losing everything. You drive away from your house not knowing if it's going to be there when you return. Jared Polas says, hey, while all that's happening, be sure to stop off and get a COVID-19 test. You can, the story is up in my Facebook page. It's one of the most appalling, unsensitive, really deranged things that you could think of someone in this moment. A guy who hasn't been to the fire, Justin Smith, Chair, uh, Sheriff of Larimer County, is inviting him. Why don't you come up and see Cameron Peak? It's now the largest fire in Colorado history. I'll give you a tour and it's really sad that the sheriff's having to invite the governor, but the governor does find a way to mention the fires yesterday by saying, hey, if you're coughing and sneezing because of the soot and you think it's bad air quality, think again, it could be COVID and you better get tested. Somebody posted this up and I think it's a very impassioned comment and I want to read it to you. Uh, I posted that up on my Facebook page with a link to the story where Colorado governor urges those suffering symptoms from wildfires to get COVID test as if that's their top priority. Let me read to you this comment, then I'll go to calls. I can say with certainty that no one up there is thinking about COVID or the election. My daughter evacuated Lake Granby with only what they could shove in their Jeep and truck in like 30 minutes. Uh, yesterday, they helped rescue horses from the Winding River Resort, which is now gone. And COVID probably didn't even cross their minds. They did this while having no idea if the tiny home they built with their own two hands is still standing. If people are sick, they, they should get treatment or get tested. But why the blank, expletive there, isn't the governor of this great state up there seeing what he can do? Wear a damned mask if he wants to, but get out and help this state and all that are suffering. Okay, I'm off my soapbox. Somebody want to explain to me, if you're a defender of Jared Polis, why is it that uh, he hasn't? I mean, the fire Cameron Peaks has been burning since September, and all he does every day is lecture us and tell us what evil people we are because we're not wearing masks. And yet we're wearing masks. And then he says if you're suffering and choking because of the fire, it may not be the fire damage, the smoke. It could be the not, not the poor air quality. It could be you have COVID. Can anybody think of something more unempathetic than that statement by Governor Polis. And I'll let you see uh, something's not quite right when it comes to him and COVID-19. Your thoughts, 866-888-5449. Uh, also talking about the debate, let's go to the calls. Lines are jammed up. If you want to end when you hear somebody hang up, dial in 866-888-5449. Uh, Griff, you get to start it off. Welcome to the show. How are you? Good morning, Jimmy. I'm, I'm doing okay. Thank you. Yeah. Um, go ahead. So my, Go ahead. No, you go ahead. You called me. Yeah, I did. <laughs> uh, my thoughts about the election, about the election, about the uh, debate last night are this. 
I thought that Biden was more presidential, but by far Trump is the president I want. Uh, Biden reminded me so much of Obama and all the empty promises that he made uh, about so many things, including taxes, lowering taxes, and uh, including uh, doing great things for the economy that he never delivered on and never apologized for not only breaking his promises, but for uh, uh, making things worse instead of better. And that's exactly what I felt when I was listening to Biden last night. Um, it was it was a Griff. It was amazing to uh, hear uh, Joe Biden a couple of times, uh, two or three times that I marked down. He just slipped back into if you like your insurance, you can keep it. He went to these talking points uh, just automatically. And that's what we've always tolerated by politicians. And I thought it was a great line when when President Trump basically stopped and almost said, there you go again, reciting your rehearsed lines of empty promises. I thought that was very smart of the president to. Uh, to call him out once he went into rehearsed lines and talking points, because you're right, they're always empty promises. They're always uh, things they're going to promise to do, but they never get done. And uh, did you like the way that President Trump called him out and highlighted uh, those empty promises? Well, I yes, I liked everything that almost everything that Trump did uh, in the debates. He was clearly uh, talking about what he did and can do again has done for us and made us such a much better country um much stronger much more um ready to face the 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 rest of the world russia and china in particular iran i think you know this this stuff that biden was trying to lay on on trump about calling uh calling uh, you know, Iran and Korea friends, this is nuts. Uh, anybody that could buy that stuff would have to be asleep. Yeah. Uh, so, Griff, let me ask you this and uh, before I let you go. And also, if you want gun show tickets, I'm going to ask you that in a second, too. But uh, let me ask you this. Does anything that happened last night, uh, do you think it gives President Trump momentum? Does it help push him over the finish line? Does it really change anything about this election, Griff? What do you see? Well, um, I was glad to see the president was a lot more controlled last night. Um, that that helped me. I don't know if it helped anybody else. It's not going to wouldn't have changed my vote one way or the other. But um, the I, I think that if some people were wanting to see him act that way, then it would make a difference. You know, I know a lot of people that are not happy with the way the president acts, but. Almost all of those are very happy with what he does, and not what he says, but what he does. And that's that's what we want, as compared to the exact opposite, what the others say, what Obama and Biden said versus what they did. Um, you know, th that's that's the thing that's important. You're, you're talking about a guy that's going to make things happen, not somebody yeah. that's going to tell you something and do something else. Hey, Griff, great call. Well thought out. I appreciate you calling. You want some gun show tickets this weekend at the PE uh, gun show at the outlets in Loveland? Would you like some? I appreciate it, but no thanks, Jim. All right. appreciate you. That saves a pair for someone else. 866-888-5449. Uh, let me go to Jay in Fort Collins, Colorado. Jay, welcome to the program. Hi, man. Buenos dias. Como estas? Muy bien, gracias. Give me your thoughts, my friend. What you think of the last night's debate? Well, um... Oh, last night was pretty good. I watched the whole thing. Uh, of 
course, the president won. Uh, I kept thinking when Biden was talking, I, I was looking for um, Jeff uh, by him doing the dummy thing. You know, uh, Jeff uh, Ventriloquist, who has that dummy, the old man? Looks yeah, just yeah, like yeah. Biden. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> it's funny. Kind of a caricature, but, okay. Uh, yeah, all this stuff that uh, the, these idiot Democrat governors are doing, wearing masks and keeping you home and stuff, this is all fake science, just like it was 150 years ago with um, how they used to try to cure people by bleeding them. You, you cut their vein and bleed them, and that's supposed to help them. And when they die, they say, well, that didn't work. We'll have to try it again sometime. It's stupid. It's really just dumb, and it's fake science. Um, all these fires over there in uh, uh, Estes Park and stuff and Granby, if you've ever driven by there in the last couple of years, you saw it was just a bunch of matchsticks sticking up there from the uh, Beatles. Uh, yeah. That's going to go, and it should have burnt, and that's the only way you're going to get rid of those beetle burnt, beetle. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that East Troublesome fire is all timber is um is all um is all beetle kill. It's a uh, bad land management. We haven't cleaned up the forest and our governors the same way Gavin Newsom has a responsibility there. Uh they, they the states have to play a role in that, the feds have to play a role of that, and uh that's it's bad stuff. Uh Jay, let me ask you, but last night's debate did um was there anything in the debate last night that th- you think is gonna I, I guess move the needle in this election? Yeah, that's what the president asked him, asking him, what did you do, Joe? What did you do for eight years? What have you done in 47 years? And he couldn't answer, of course. He just saying, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And, 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 and how? By wrecking our economy again, shutting the country down? That's dumb. These guys have no plans. They say the president has no plans. He's done everything. Uh, correct. Um, listening to to doctors and stuff to to run our economy and stuff is the dumbest thing. Just like they did when they were bleeding people to make them well. I mean, you you bleed somebody enough, it's going to die. Our economy is going to die if you keep bleeding us like that. Yeah, uh, Jay, I appreciate your phone call eight six six triple eight fifty four forty nine. Jay, would you like some tickets to the gun show uh, this weekend at the outlets in Loveland, sir? Oh yeah, I want to go see. I need right. another gun. All right, very good. Uh, hold tight, Jay in Fort Collins. Uh, Going to get some tickets to the gun show. Uh, give him a pair. I have five pairs total. If you'd like a pair, hop in real quick. I got a couple of lines open eight six six triple eight fifty four forty nine. 866-888-5449. If you got the bee in your bonnet, burr in your saddle, well, you want to comment on the debate last night. By the way, give me your thoughts. Uh, some of you, I know, live up and around Estes Park. I, I saw some of the, I mean, yesterday, at three or four in the afternoon when those evacuations were just starting, uh, and they turned US 36 and Highway 34 into one-way roads out of there, uh, 36 specifically, because 34 had already been uh, kind of shut down because of the other fire. Uh, it's a disaster. Uh, the, the photos are just horrific. I mean, the skies were, again, the, these were photos. Uh, the skies were as dark as night. And then you have a governor that just amazingly uh, 
I shake my head, and during the height of people trying to evacuate, put a couple of boxes together, not sure how long they'll be away, not sure the town's going to burn down. Uh, we're hearing horrific stories of what happened, what's happening around Grand Lake, a lot of the ranches, a lot of uh, resorts, and uh, just a lot of damage. I, I can't confirm everything that I'm hearing, that uh, the things that you might think of as part of Grand Lake area are now gone. And so while people in Estes Park are now facing that same fire that's now crossed the Continental Divide, in 24 hours became the second largest wildfire in Colorado history. It took, it took the Cameron Peak Fire a month and a half to reach that status. But this was just booming down on us. And uh, the governor says, go get COVID testing. That was his response to the people of Estes Park. Uh, when you're leaving Estes, you might have, you know, if you if you have to turn your horses loose, that's fine. Right there, spray paint their uh, your phone number on their side, and they'll get out of there. We'll try to get it back to you later on, but uh, go get a COVID test because you may not be coughing because of the ash and the soot. It's really an unhealthy obsession he has at this point, and it's really, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know how you could be attracted to that type of politician who is using probably the lowest moments of some people's lives right now. In Estes Park, Northern Colorado, the troublesome fire, the Cameron Peaks fire. And just letting you know, hey, he knows better. If you're coughing, sneezing, and you think it's bad air quality, it could be COVID. So stop everything. Go get a COVID test. And he's even listing out where you can get a free one. Uh, something's just not right. <laughs> really not. All right, let me go calls. 866-888-5449. Uh, let me go up to Estes Park, my friend Lou. Lou, have you been evacuated? Or are you still home? Where are you? Yeah, I'm here at the house. I stayed. Uh, I'm right next to the event center. So, uh, uh, you know, uh, you got the first responders. You got all these different fire departments up here. The police are staging at the event center and the fire department. They're doing a great job, as always. We got some of the best people. Any, any of the fire departments across the nation, you know, basically, these. I think these fires all across the country are being set by some of these communists we got in the country so you know just something else to deal with but yeah it's i'm good here that's good to know i i saw some of the photos where was am i exaggerating the sky there turned pretty much black yesterday afternoon well it, it was black and then orange uh yellow with the flames and stuff but uh i don't know if that was from the sun or the flames but uh yeah uh, Grand Lake and all those places up there. That I guess a couple of days ago, or they had a fire in the park. Uh, it's just this cold weather has helped a lot. Uh, it's cold as heck up here, but I, I think it's sort of dealt with the fire a little bit, and hopefully we'll get snow this weekend. Uh, how how um how are the skies now? How's the air quality now up there? Well, I'm staying in the house, you know, my animals and me. If you don't have to go outside, if you're staying up here, you know, everything's shut down. Don't go. Yeah. Outside. Um, Lou, I don't know if you're trying to, if you want to get out of uh, Estes this week, but if you want some tickets to the gun show at Loveland, I'll be glad to give them to you. What do you say? Well, all the highways, they're not letting anybody come up here. And, and uh, yeah, if you, if you, you leave, go you're out, stuck. Yeah, I don't want to get a hotel or nothing. No, I'm happy yeah. up here. This is this is the greatest right. place in the world, you know. Right. And our governor is a jerk. 
Yeah, we gotta get a COVID test if you if you if you got bad air quality. Lou, I gotta run. I got a lot of callers. I'm glad you're safe. Check in with me next week. Eight six six triple eight fifty four forty nine. If you would like gun show tickets, I got lines. Just call up and tell Ray. I got a handful. I'm not gonna have time to give them all out on the air. So if you'd like some, give Ray a call right now. Eight six six triple eight fifty four forty nine. But if you're on hold, I'll make sure you get some. Uh, Tom, welcome to the program. Go ahead. Yeah, I uh, I'm actually a survivor of COVID. I was one of the first people infected out in Utah when it came in, yeah. and I, I wasn't particularly sick. I mean, you know, I was already on medication and stuff. I was down for three days, you know, with a temperature, but it didn't stop me. But, you know, it, I, I saw a real good quote. It's, it's kind of funny how nobody dies of old age anymore, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm a horrible realist of the kind of, you know, that part of your brain that says, don't say this. Well, mine's broken, you know, and I just kind of say it the way I think it is that, you know, people get old, people die. Sooner or later, something's going to kill you. Okay. I'm 70 years old. Okay. Uh, I got through it. I'm, I'm feel really sorry for people who don't. Yeah, it's, you know, it's horrible. Yeah, but it's a, the rest yeah. of us can't just quit living. Yeah, uh, Tom, I got to run. Yeah, I'm a couple more calls in here. Do you? Would you like some tickets to the I, gun show, sir? Absolutely, Jimmy. All right, Tom, hold on. Let me give you a, put him on hold. He's a COVID survivor, and uh, he needs to arm up. I think that way they can fight off the next virus that comes. All right, uh, let me go to Caleb real quick. Caleb, welcome to the program. Nice to have you. Hi, uh, nice to nice to hear from you, Jimmy. How's it oh, going? It's, it's nice to hear from you, Caleb. I, I, you called me, and I'm so happy that you did. Thank you. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, I listen to your show every morning, and I uh, I wanted to take a break from the fires here. I live in Loveland, and so I wanted to talk about actually the debate last night. Yeah, go very fast. Okay. Um, so personally, I think Trump did a very good job, and I just wanted to get your opinion on it. I turned 18 on November 4th, so I'm a day too late to vote. So what can people who can't vote yet what can they do to help support trump and the republican party to move forward uh you know one thing you can do is you can still ask other people to vote and uh, tell them to vote on your behalf say hey i'm a i am a i want you to vote for my future i can't vote i'm gonna miss it by day but please don't screw me for the next four years uh, you can uh, volunteer get involved that way uh, go to teapartypatriots.org they have ways that you can text and call people uh, caleb call me next week i'm out of time i've only got a couple of seconds i appreciate you calling and uh, happy birthday in advance and uh, i'd like to talk with you more everybody have a great weekend i gotta be out of here in five seconds if you want gun show tickets give us a call i got a couple more to go see you monday Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.